0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at Mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at Mintmobile.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast.
2: Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from Quick Book Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. Well, there are a lot of you that seem to love the five and five questions. So I'm rethinking my decisions about what to do in the future. But anyway, we've got lots of extra five and five interviews. So we're back with another short episode for you. The Monday one happens as normal. And then this one later in the week is just three books with the authors answering five questions in five minutes. So which of the books today? Well, we've got Adrian McKinty, who's coming on to talk to us about the island. Then we've got William Shaw, who writes in this book as G. W. Shaw, and his book is called Dead Rich. And then we've got Harriet Tice, talking about It Ends at Midnight. These are all three books where I've had the authors on to do full interviews in the past. And then we've also recorded Five Questions in Five Minutes. It's a bit of fun. I know it's very short, but it just gives you an extra reminder about why I like the book. So enough about me. Let's go straight in and hear from Adrian. So Adrian McKinty, whose latest book is The Island. Thank you for joining me today. It's great to be here. Well, you've got five questions in five minutes. Your first question, can you summarise your book in 30 seconds?
3: Um, yes. A family goes on vacation, uh, they have a terrible car accident and the locals um, decide that they're going to try and kill them.
2: That's very good. Who is your favourite character, but it can't be Heather?
3: I quite like her sleazy husband. Um, I, 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 he's he's <laughs> such a cad, Really? An absolute bounder, and uh, I, I like, and I knew that from the start. Um, I originally was going to base him on me, and then I thought I'm too boring to be this character. Um, I, I'm just not interesting enough. Uh, i thought well how can i make this guy more interesting and i thought oh my god i'll make him look a bit like ted hughes and then i thought why not be a bit like ted hughes like slightly caddish and bounderish <laughs> so I, I quite liked his character development
2: <laughs> excellent can you describe your book in three words
3: um a chase an exciting chase
2: that does it. Definitely. What was your favourite drink and food when you were writing this book? Well, I was mostly writing at
3: it at night. Um, it was during lockdown and the kids were, I would get the kids to bed. Um, they were on Zoom school. They would finally go to bed about 10 or 11 at night. And then my wife would usually go to bed around that as well. And then around midnight, the house, the entire apartment building was quiet and I would start writing. So this was mostly written between midnight and about 3 a.m. So my favorite drink was definitely coffee. And um, I had made a huge pitcher of coffee and that kept me going. I'm trying to think what I ate um, after midnight. You know, I'm a big fan of Ritz crackers and cheese. And I, I, I think I had a lot of those. Um, I would make myself go to the kitchen and slice off some um, ancient cheddar, and by ancient cheddar I mean good old <laughs> aged cheddar. And yes. and then I would have it some with some Ritz crackers. I, I remember doing that quite a bit. Um, and then finishing up whatever I was working on, then going to bed.
2: In the midnight hours, wonderful. Yeah. Um, final question: What's been the best moment so far in your writing career?
3: Um, wow, um, I think maybe it was winning the Thickston uh, Award. Um, I had been longlisted for that award four times and lost, and I had been shortlisted for that award twice and lost. And one of the shortlisted times, they'd flown me from Australia, and I did a 23-hour flight. I did a 19-hour flight to London, and then I, as soon as I got off, I got the Heathrow Express into, um, let go to Paddington, and and then I took the the train from Paddington or uh, the Tube to King's Cross, and then I took the the train up to Harrogate, and. Um, mm. And then that that as soon as I arrived in Harrogate, I had to go to the awards ceremony, and after that 27 hour journey, jet lagged, out of my mind, I went up to the thing, did this live interview on stage with all the other shortlistees, and I lost, and and that was that was that was you know. And that was a nightmare. Oh my goodness! And I'm so jet lagged. Yeah,
2: did you manage to rearrange your face? I'm into... so
3: jet lagged and so sad. I'm fine with no. I've, i just I with let you. it all. I almost wept. <laughs> I let it all come out, and uh, so I just got oh, really? I can't believe it. And uh, and then I, I clap for the for the winner, but. Um, so then, a few years later, after being longlisted four times and shortlisted twice and losing every time, um, to finally win the Thickston Crime Novel of the Year was—it it, just—it it, was—it was—it was great, but it also got that horrible monkey mm-hmm. off my back. The, the the pain of that that journey and that trip and that defeat. And, uh, and it was such a... So that was maybe the best moment of my career. Well,
2: that makes a lot of sense, considering everything you had to go through to get there. My goodness. But uh, Adrian McKinty, author of The Island, thanks for joining me today.
3: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun.
2: Right. And then the next book I'm going to talk to you about, well, we're going to hear from G.W. Shaw whose thriller book is called Dead Rich. And there's another book coming out from G.W. Shaw this summer. So there's lots of new books as well. But these are ones that have been around a little while, not that long. Only came out last year, but still worth reading if you haven't read already. So let's hear from G.W. Shaw. So G.W. Shaw, known to us, of course, as William Shaw, author of Dead Rich. Thank you for joining me.
4: Thank you very much for having me.
2: Your first question... Can you describe this book in less than a minute?
4: Yes, I'll give it a go. It's a book set on a super yacht um, owned by a Russian billionaire. Back when we had super yachts still owned by Russian billionaires. Uh, And a hapless British musician uh, goes on board, little realising that the girlfriend he has is the daughter of of this billionaire couple. And also little realising that there is a plot going on to kill somebody or some people aboard that yacht.
2: Mm, excellent. Um, who is your favourite character in the book? But it can't be one of the main characters. So one of the smaller characters that you really enjoyed writing.
4: There's a there's a character on the island of Dominica who is who who, who helps these people and he's based on somebody i've seen in photographs it's a tiny little island and it's one of the less well-off islands and there's this guy there who's an entrepreneur who helps any yachts coming to the area and i kind of imagined him from his photographs and he does some very cool things in this book and he's got a very small part but i really liked him and i feel like sending him an email saying thanks for lending me your persona for this book
2: Oh, I love that. That's great. Um, next one. Can you describe your book in three words?
4: Romantic, adventure,
2: thriller. Excellent. Next question. What was your the your favourite food and drink that you consumed while writing this book? That's
4: such a brilliant question. That is such a brilliant question, and it could be anything because a book takes a little while. Um, and. <laughs> And because there were these huge feasts going on on, on the super yacht, I yeah. salivated quite a lot. But, uh, you know, I wasn't necessarily able to have the, the Caribbean oysters and, and stuff like that that were being eaten um, on this yacht. Do you know what it is? I take myself away to a little shack to finish books and I I, I nibble incessantly while I'm in my last phase popcorn. Popcorn with chilli powder, salt, pepper, uh, uh, can't beat it
2: popcorn with chili powder and salt wow that's sounds... add the add the chili powder in the pan when
4: you're popping it's great
2: oh so it's home maybe a bit of well. turmeric to but give it a bit of yellow it's just a really nice little give it a go and what would you be drinking to go with that would it be teas coffees
4: G- gallons of tea yeah <laughs> gallons and gallons of tea.
2: Normal builders tea or was there a special type?
4: Norma's builders, the occasional Darjeeling. Oh, I'm feeling a bit creative. <laughs> yeah. But builders
2: by bucketfuls. And your last question, what's been the best moment in your writing career so far? Uh,
4: the best moment in my writing career was the day my agent called me up and said she had a potential deal for my first book because I really didn't believe there were any deals being offered for middle-aged blokes like me at the time. And then when she called back five minutes later to say that it had gone to ridiculous money.
2: Oh, that's great. Well, wonderful. We wish you every success with your book. William Shaw, GW Shaw, author of Dead Rich. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And the next book, the final one today, is called It Ends at Midnight, and it's by Harriet Tice. So let's hear from Harriet. So Harriet Tice, whose latest book is It Ends at Midnight... Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Well, you're back for your five questions in five minutes. So your first question, can you describe your book in one minute, but there's no timer, no stopwatch? I'll do my best.
5: Um, It opens uh, with... The discovery of a body or bodies impaled on railings outside a house in Edinburgh's new town, um, bleeding out onto the pavement after a New Year's party that has gone horribly wrong. And the rest of the book is a journey um, to discover who they are and why they've died um, and the two main characters are women who have been friends with each other since they met at school some 30 years earlier.
2: Excellent. And what what an opening scene. that That is extraordinary. Um,
5: <laughs> the next question, who's your
2: favourite smaller character in the book?
5: Ah, interesting question. I mean, I do have a soft spot for Gareth, though he's not. I suppose he is a smaller I think Gareth is Gareth is, is is quite sexy, at least. I tried in my head to make him quite sexy. So I think that um, I'd say Gareth.
2: Thank you. Um, your next question. Can you describe this book using just three words?
5: Dark, toxic,
2: compelling.
5: <laughs> Sorry, that's bad. That's like the blurbs I give. Sorry.
2: <laughs> no, that, that does it. That does it. The next question. What drink and food did you consume the most when you were writing this particular book
5: oh uh drink would have been I'd say that Barolo red wine um and black coffee uh because coffee fuels the days and red wine was fueling the nights. and food wise I'd say cheese on toast a loss of cheese on toast um Sadly, now I have given up drinking and discovered that I'm lactose intolerant. So, you know, the next book's going to be mung beans and green oh, tea. No. But, you know, we'll,
2: we'll live with that. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to see how sort of dark and toxic that book is. It's on going to end up being a self-help regime.
5: book or something. I doubt it. <laughs>
2: And the last question is, what's been your most memorable moment so far in your writing career? I, oh, can I have two? Yes. One of
5: them is, I've got two. One of them was meeting Richard and Judy um, with Blood Orange because, you know, Mm. I grew up with Richard and Judy on the sofa and to sit on a sofa with Richard and Judy Mm. and also to be interviewed by them because they are so good um you know they they really had they read the book and they were so to grips with this and that that Richard's questions in particular were you know it it was really interesting it was such an interesting conversation um and an extraordinary thing to happen um and then the second was um with it ends at midnight my publishers did something crazy at least seemed crazy to me that they did a series of light projections in Edinburgh to mark publication. So they started with the clock tower above the Balmoral Hotel, and they actually recreated the book cover with the big clock of the the the, the, the big clock face. And then they went on with their van. You know, it's it's amazing watching it. So we watched that. It takes a while for it to be set up. So we didn't go with them for any of the rest of them. But the photographs afterwards that they did a projection onto Deacon Brodie's pub, where a drunk underage. They'd done the Tron, which is the heart of the Hogmanay celebrations. They'd done Salisbury Crags, which is the most extraordinary photograph. Um, you know, it's up on this mountainside. Um, above the Scottish Parliament and they have done this building in Leith which I can't remember the name of but it's this great big white um, this great white face of the building um, and it was it was extraordinary, it was absolutely extraordinary and I have them I've printed them out into I got these, you know, some of those tile photo tile things yeah. and I've got them above my computer on the wall as a kind of inspiration and just as, because they're just such stunning images, so that I mean, and and I've been spoiled rotten. I have to say that because I could have chosen a lot of other things, but I think that those are two that are going to, they will stick in my mind for you know forever. Really, it's I've been extraordinarily lucky.
2: I'm sure. I mean, I I've been fortunate enough to be interviewed by Richard and Judy, but I have never had an image of anything I've done projected. I mean, that must be, oh, it just so different. It was. It was. It was.
5: It was, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I'll email them to you because oh, honestly, yes. they're such great. They're such great images. I'd it's just, they're just extraordinary. It was absolutely extraordinary. And there's a, there's one of me standing, they sort of managed to get me sort of standing on the ground below the Balmoral, And they've got me holding the book with the clock face above it. And I look, I look like a cat with nine <laughs> tails. I look pleased as punch. The, the grin on it would split my face. You know, it was they'd said they were going to do it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah because I didn't really, you know, yeah. apart from Gail Porter being need on the side of Westminster, I hadn't really thought about how that might work out. Um and I was a bit like, I don't see what's this van doing, what's going on. And then I saw it and it was extraordinary. It was absolutely extraordinary. Um, So, yeah, I mean, name up in lights. Just
2: just extraordinary. Wonderful. Well, Harriet Tice, whose latest book is It Ends at Midnight. Thank you so very much. Thank you very much for having me. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this quick episode. As I say, Those are the three books, Harriet It Ends at Midnight, Adrian McKinty, The Island and GW Shaw, Dead Rich. Enjoy, look after yourselves. And the normal episode will be back on Monday. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast.
1: That's enough books. Said no one, ever. See you again soon.